I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Welcome to Get Connected. Today's edition is Overcoming Invisible Barriers Through Planning. This concludes our month-long focus on breaking barriers. And to take us into the depths of the word is none other than Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. You know, it has been a great, great month. A wonderful month for us here at Kingdom Connection. As a matter of fact, tonight we are going to have uh, an all-night prayer meeting that will start at 10 p.m. And we are going to pray and worship God till 4 a.m. in the morning. And so every invisible barrier in your life, I declare in the name of Jesus will disappear in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, invisible barriers are things that are there blocking your way, but you never know they are actual barriers. In fact, some of them have been part of our lives that we don't even know they are the ones, those are things that are slowing us down from moving into what God wants us to do or to become. Um, I want to start from Isaiah chapter 54. I will read verses 1 to 4. And I want to read a paraphrase of Eugene Peterson uh, called the Message Translation. And he says, Sing, barren woman who has never had a baby. Fill the air with song, you who've never experienced childbirth. You are ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. Clear lots of ground for your tent. Make your tent large. Spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You are going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. You are going to take over whole nations. You are going to reset to abandoned cities. Don't be afraid. You are not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You are not going to come up short. You forget all about the humiliation of your youth and the indignities of being a widow will fade from memory. He says, think big. If you are going to break invisible barrier, you must think big. He says, use a lot of rope. Now, you may be saying, I'm already thinking big. God says it's not big enough. Think big. Think big. You know, he said, 
Fill the air with song. I want you to know something, brothers and sisters, that God wants to enlarge you. God wants you to progress. There is no limit for those who are in Christ. I have heard people say sky is the limit. Sky is the limit for a natural man. For a spiritual man, there is no limit. Anyone that is born again, that is filled with the Holy Spirit, has no limit. You know why? Whatever God can do, you can do it. You are not God. You know, you know how the Bible put this? It says, with God, all things are possible. All. When you say all, it means no limit. There is no limit on your life. No limit how much blessing you can receive. No limit to your honor. No limit to the grace of God over your life. There is no limit. Even in your finances, there shouldn't be any limit. He says, enlarge. In other words, it is a command. God says, I command you to enlarge, spread. Remember that this is part of what he said in Genesis chapter 1. He said, fill the earth. Enlarge. Don't think small. Think big. Don't spare. Don't hinder the move of God in your life. Don't stop what God wants to do. Don't quench the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't stand in the way. Because as you know, you cannot be without what you are not within. You cannot become without what you are not within. What do you mean, Bishop? In other words, you cannot become what you do not see yourself become. Get ready for the blessing. God said, I'm going to do something and you must be ready for it. You must participate. Your part is you must enlarge and you do not hinder. Think bigger. Because every blessing requires adjustment. Every blessing requires adjustment. Enlarge your coast. Enlarge your territory. Why? Because God is about to do great things in your life. And when he does it, he does not want you to hinder it. It requires that you make adjustment. There will be adjustment of the way you talk, adjustment of the people you hang around, adjustment of the things you watch, because you are now royalty. Let me say this to you, brothers and sisters. Big picture thinking brings wholeness and maturity to a person's thinking. Big picture thinking. A lot of people, you are, a lot of people are too quickly satisfied with little things. You see, I said to people at Kingdom Connection, you bought a car and you have not finished the payment. It's still not yours until you finish the payment. Think bigger. I'm going to buy that car cash. What stops you from doing it? Anybody that says you should not do that, they don't understand what it means to be in Christ. They attribute being in Christ to mean you must be broke, battered, and, and, and being in penury. And they will quote the scripture. They will say, Jesus says, birds have no holes. Foxes, I mean, foxes have no holes. Birds, no nest. Uh, son of man have nowhere to lay his head. They forgot that Jesus said that when he was just starting his ministry, 
That was the beginning of his ministry. When they came, they said, where do you live? But later on, when they came to him in John, they said, where do you live? He said, come and see. He said, come and see. If he didn't have a place, why would they say, come and see? You must move, move your life from birds have no nest. Move your life from foxes have no holes and move your life to come and see. When people say, where are you? Say, come and see. I remember when I first got to Denver, Colorado, I, 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 I started with foxes have no holes and birds have no nest. I was renting. It was a small place. I, I don't have nothing other than trusting God. But today, to the glory of God, if you say, where do you live? I will say, come and see. Come and see. Somebody came, one of these guys was bringing a refrigerator. I bought a refrigerator. So they had to deliver it to my house. It was during COVID then. And these guys brought the refrigerator. When they got to the door and they opened the door, they said, wow. They just stopped. They stopped. They said, can we come in? I said, yeah, you can come in. They was like, wow. And then after they, all they were talking was my, my, my house. Wow. You see, I, I said to them, I said, if you knew where I started, I started with foxes have no holes, birds have no nest, but I can to the glory of God say to people, come and see, come and see. Because God wants to move you from penury, he wants to move you to abundance. There are three stages in the life of every believer. The believer has a stage. Stage one is not enough. That's the first stage. That's when you are in Egypt, where you don't have, you have no straw to make bricks. And then the second stage is barely enough. And that's when you are in the wilderness. When you are in the wilderness and you have to take only manna for one day, each day, each day, give us this day our daily bread. That's wilderness experience. But then the third phase is more than enough. That's when you now have enough to become a blessing. He said to Abraham, I will bless you and you will become a blessing. So you must think big. If you want to be great in life, you must think big. Now, listen, before you start writing me off, if you like a life of being broke, stay there. Listen to those who say, think small. You will be surprised that when we get to heaven, the rich talks to the rich. You'll be so surprised. I was reading, and the Bible says, the, the Lazarus was in, in, in paradise with Abraham, and the rich man was in, was in Hades. He was there, and, and then he looked over the gulf and saw Lazarus next to Abraham. And he said, Father Abraham, um, please tell Lazarus to bring water over here. He didn't even address Lazarus because Lazarus used to eat at his gate. And when he got to heaven, he was talking to Abraham. I said, what audacity. You are in, in, in Hades and you are still trying to command somebody in paradise to cross over, to come and give you water. 
Listen, poverty is not a virtue. It's not part of the gift of the spirit. If anybody tell you that to be broke is to follow Christ, they don't know what they are talking about. Now, God will not come and give you money. God will not rain money from heaven. If he does that, it's called counterfeit. Only United States government is allowed to print dollar, and God will not violate that. But listen to this. It is possible for you to remove every barrier in your life through planning. A lot of people have thrown planning into the winds, especially in the Pentecostal circle. They will say it is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will do everything. Holy Spirit won't help you brush your teeth. Holy Spirit won't help you do those things. You must plan. You must plan. There is a place of planning. Even God has planned. In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, the Bible says in NIV, for I know the plans I have for you. If God have plans, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? A lot of people don't know that lack of planning is their invisible barrier. Lack of planning is their invisible barrier. Because if you don't plan, you're already planning. There, there is a saying that says, if you don't plan, if you don't plan to succeed, you're already planning to fail. So you must plan. Jesus has a plan. And he followed his plan. When, his, when he first of all went to a wedding and his mother rushed to him and the mother said, hey boy, Jesus, they ran out of wine. She's, he's, he look at his mom. He said, mother, what is your own worry has to do with me? He said, my time has not yet come. In other words, everything I do is according to plan. Let's stop half-hazard life. Let's stop running up and down. God is never with a plan. He has plans, plural. God thinks through everything he does. He thinks through it. The story of creation, when you look at Genesis chapter 1, that tells you the master plan. I ask people, what is Genesis chapter 1 about? And they will say it's about creation. And it's not true. Genesis chapter 1 is about the creator and how he created. All, how he created every of, every of his creation. History is not about event. It's about personality. It's about character. You see? So Genesis chapter 1 is about a God that creates. And, and what he used to create. He said, let there be light. And there was light. God created water before he asked the fish to come. He makes sure there are grass before animals showed up. If it were human being, we will create fish before we begin to think, where should we put this now? You see, he's a God of plan. You must also plan. God wants to create man that will represent him on earth. God made sure that everything man would need was already created before he created man. That's the reason he created man last. Because he wants to be sure that man comes, when man shows up, man will have no lack. He will live in the garden of abundance. So everything man will ever need was already created before man shows up. So when man came, there was no need for Walmart, Kmart, Matmart. Everything is right there in the garden. 
All we need to do is to worship him and to take care of what he asks us to take care of. You see, successful people are distinguished from unsuccessful people because one plans and the others don't. The number of minutes you take in the morning to plan your day will save you headache because if you don't follow your plan, you will follow other people's plan. There are enough friends, there are enough family members, there are enough gossip members that want to use your time since your time is allocated to nothing. That's why you must learn to plan. And many people don't know these are serious barriers to people moving to where God wants them to be. And they are thinking it's a Satan that is going to come with a long broom and a horn on his head. There is nothing like that. May I suggest to you, Halloween is coming. And I see a lot of people, they dress their house with some spirit and some ghost and so on and so forth. Satan does not look like that at all. He doesn't. If he looks like that, you will not be following him. If he looks like that, he will not be in Vegas. When you get to Vegas on that strip, that's the headquarters of anything called immorality. And yet, you go there and say, wow, it's beautiful, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. If you go there and you see somebody that is holding a broom with a whole horn in his head, it's only a costume, it's not real. Satan looks beautiful. It is the effect of what he does that is ugly. Are you hearing me? When you see devil, you do not know he is devil because he looks so beautiful. He looks so appealing. He looks so attractive. But the effect of what he's done, what he does is what is ugly. Therefore, it's important you too don't play into his plan. If you don't have a plan, you will follow another man's plan. And this is a barrier, very powerful one, that has stopped many people from achieving their purpose in life. I'll be right back after this. Bishop, thank you so much for bringing forth the word of God in power and authority. And we know that this word is setting many people free. Amen. Following these announcements, we'll be back with more. Be our special guest at our services at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Services are held on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m., and Sundays at 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. As the word of the Lord goes forth from Bishop Israel Aday Ajala. For more information, contact us at 720-859-1737. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us, visit us at our food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. There is no registration or requirements. All are welcome. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. A special all-night prayer and anointing service for breaking invisible barriers will be held here at Kingdom Connection on Friday, October 29th from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ministering will be our very own Right Reverend Dr. Israel Ade Ajala and Reverend Dr. Lawrence Lassisi 
of Springs of Hope Christian Ministries in Long Beach, California. Also, psalmist and musician, Nee Adams. For more information, contact us here at Kingdom Connection at 720-859-1737. Welcome back to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Bishop, the topic is overcoming invisible barriers yes. through planning. Yes. Bishop, your words and statements are filled with wisdom. But there was one statement that you made that caught my attention. You said, every blessing requires adjustment. Yes. Bishop, can you expound on that? That is a very rich statement. Yes. Every blessing requires adjustment because blessing is responsibility. Hmm. A lot of people want blessing, but they don't want responsibility. The Bible says the blessing of a fool destroys them. The wealth, he used the word, the wealth of a fool destroys him. Now, in other words, if you have wealth without responsibility, it becomes a weapon of self-destruction. Money without a special grace of responsibility can actually cause the death of the one who has the money. That's why you see some people, they have money, but they have no peace. They have money, but they are in alcoholic. They are in drugs. They lose everything. Now, when, you, when, 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 when God begins to bless you, there must be an adjustment to your thinking on how to manage what God has placed on your hand. Realize that you are blessed to be a blessing. And as the Lord begins to bless you, so shall requests from people to you will increase. When I first came to Denver, nobody knows I'm in this town. Now I barely see one week that somebody doesn't send me something that they needed help one way or the other. I had to adjust. I had to adjust my thinking that it's not just me. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Blessing also means modeling. You have to model how to be blessed and still be graceful. You see, some people have money, but you never pray that your children will behave like them, even though they have money. Many of them are multi-millionaire, billionaires. We don't even mention them. Money they do, but character they lack. And even though they have money, because money is not wealth. Money is a tool. You are a success. When you can influence your people around you to think like you. You are not a success simply because you have money. So many people with money in this country are not successful at all. Because number one, nobody wants to be like them. Number two, they are not investing their personality to change anything. Number three, they are actually part of the problem the whole society is trying to solve. 
How can you be a blessing and people will not know it? How can you be a blessing? You see, that is why it needs adjustment. It needs adjustment of the way you talk. You don't talk just anyhow simply because you are blessed. You don't talk people down because you are blessed. You don't belittle people because you are blessed. That's why when I see people that belittle other people, I know they have dollar, but they are not blessed. Blessing makes rich and add no sorrow, the scripture says. When somebody simply because he's a millionaire, he's a billionaire, talks anyhow, behaves anyhow, such people are poor people with excess cash. Because wealth starts from the mind. Wealth starts from the mind. You don't, simply because God gave you money and you bought a car for me, doesn't mean everywhere you go, you say, you see, Pastor Bishop Israel, I gave him a car. I've given him a car. And everybody clapped. Such person is not blessed. He has cash. But he's a poor man. Why? His soul is poor. His, his soul is poor. I want you to watch what I'm saying. I didn't say his spirit. His soul is poor. So, so he, he, he requires a lot of adjustment. Blessing also requires attitude of gratitude. Realizing that nothing you have that you are not given. And once you realize that, blessing actually makes you to become humble. Because nothing you possess that you are not given is by the grace. It's by the grace. Now, there are some people that it is not God that bless them. It is fraud. Defrauding the government, defrauding the society, defrauding everything. No, they have no conscience. Such people are thieves. But Psalm 73 warned us to not envy the wicked because they are blessed. I mean, because they are rich. He called it the prosperity of the wicked. You don't emulate the wicked because the wicked prospers. No, because one day it will catch up with them. And that one day may not even be two years, three years, 10 years, 20 years. But finally, it will catch up with them. When God blesses you, it requires adjustment. I pray with you now before we go, we continue. As we go into the month of November, I want to see you at Kingdom Connection because I will be sharing on some teachings on unusual kindness that will change your perspective of what you should do, why you should do that, and what God requires of you as a believer. Let me first of all pray over you and declare healing touch over you. I decree in the name of Jesus. Every pain, every barrier, every mountain before you is removed in the name of Jesus. Receive new grace to prosper. Return to this channel next week with a testimony in the name of Jesus. I bless your family. I bless you. If you uh, those of you that are sick, receive healing right now by the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen.
Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720 859 1737.